0: Everything's like a. There's, there's a quality to be a simplistic person, but uncomplicated. I felt he was such an uncomplicated hustler. He was dancing with everybody, so normal, a schmack, enjoying his day. My Rebbe, when I walked down the aisle, my Rebbe gave me musr, not to look all well serious. He said you should be blowing kisses to the crowd. So what he told me. That was this chasm. If you'd be net, we have a lot of things we want to look like under the chuppah, we're supposed to look intense. Just be. be. People say, What am I supposed to feel? What am I supposed to feel? What do you want to feel? There was something so natural, he wasn't trying to put a show on for anybody. It was like you saw him as a chasm, you were seeing what a chasm feels like without a show walking down, he was so happy on the way down under the chope, he was so happy that you saw him diving, like totally metayich simcha it was a certain uncomplicated natural, healthy Adam yasher noyla the person's born very yasher we make ourselves complicated with all sorts of cheshvainas that shouldn't be our cheshvainas we're walking down the aisle like they're watching. There's a whole group of ladies watching. Men went be yourself. rabbi told me to blow kisses to the crowd. I didn't. Okay. I wanna read a few pieces from Rev Hirsch. If <laughs> Schaffer- we're going to show we're going to show a, a video about Ram Nasis Svi Finkel oh, to see about so far, You saw it? <laughs> yeah, people are told I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's incredible. I felt on the Yoim Tainas that's a yom yeah. To see about a big tzaddik would be Kedai. So we're going yeah. to show that in a few minutes as Rashi gets it together. But I want to read a few yeah. pieces about Asar Teves from Rev. Hirsch. He has some beautiful writings. So let me read a few, a few paragraphs. I'll try to jump in. Usually I don't get through about three sentences until I jump in. I'm going to try to jump in and speak as follows. The 10th of Teves... Is the first of the four fasts which perpetrate amongst Jews the memory of their twice suffered catastrophe, the downfall of the Jewish state. So this is their four Taniyas that all deal with different parts. Well proud that I say taniya, it's not Tanais. Therefore I'm, I'm always self-conscious, as he's not what I say, right? Their four Taniyas that deal with the downfall of the Jewish state. It's almost dizzying. Like we have so many Tanais have one day. But besides Tishbab, there are three other days that deal with the downfall, the twice happened downfall of the Jewish state. Ah, thank you, Aaron. Right to the front, Aaron. I want you. Yeah.
1: All right.
0: I want you speaking up and share. We were much better than when you were on fire and Aaron's go me and Aaron decided last night he's going back on fire. This is in front of Adam. him Aaron? Thank you, Aaron. So, Asar B'teves today, Aaron, is the the first of four Taneysim, Taneys, that deal with the downfall, destruction of the Jewish state. This memorial is no mere form. I despise museums. We don't, we're not about our graduation. I can't stand things that are just form, that are just, there's no substance, it's just like it's, what's what's a good word for form without substance, pomp and when you have like events that have no pshat, there's no meaning. The key, my, it's funny. My son was ripping on the key, the Queen of England. It bothered him so much. It's meaningless. It's meaningless. It's only like what's the word? It's only style. There's no substance. What are we saying? i It's all. It's all show. I can't stand things that are all show with. Oh, I, I, when we started Waterbury 16 years ago, so the shul was 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 not the people weren't religious but mostly 90. Oh, I don't want to say an overwhelming percentage were not from, and there was no sense of reality that we're talking to Hashem. I wanted till today I'm I didn't do it. I wanted to scream out true Hashem is real. We're talking to God. It was very much like it was just ceremony. a ceremony. It was a ceremony. Yeah. I hate ceremonies. What's happening? What's the reality of the thing? We're not ceremonious people. As they carry the scroll around. We're not ceremony. There are things happening. We're talking to Hashem. There's an exchange, a real live exchange going on. There's not a... So says Rev. Hirsch, this memorial is no mere form. We don't have like this ceremony of remembrance of the days of yonder, of what was, not at all. You're not invited to, merely, to a merely idle morning, to look back a little, to tie something on your sleeve and to dedicate a tear of sadness to the departed great. The anniversaries of the fall of Yushalayim and Sion find you fasting. This fasting beckons you on. It's talking to us. It reminds you that Yushalayim and Sion have not fallen forever. It reminds you that it lies in your hand to make the fast of the fourth month and the fast of the fifth and the fast of the seventh and the fast of the ten month to become to the house of Klai Yisrael so days of joy and delight. Apostle and Zechariah. We fast because we can change something. It reminds you that yeah, but to will it and Yushalayim and Siyon will rise again. We have four fasts on Choram Beis and the destruction of our state to remember that we can bring back Eretz Yisrael that we can bring back the, the, the Jewish people in unity. I catch a lot exactly. about the state of our schools, but the state of our yeshivas is very, very sensitive topic to me. I think it's in disarray, our yeshivas, to be honest. We have a, some nice yeshivas. Our, it's all When you find issues in class, I would say most or all, if we would be more organized we had a Melech, a Sanhedrin, a Nasi the problem would be solved in minutes in minutes they wouldn't, they, we, have, we have no governing bodies Everybody's on their own there's no, there's no united governing that's Chorben Beis <laughs> that's down. that's what you're having Tanesim on today but if we're fasting on it means we could do something about it for look, you fast on these days of remembrance in order to tell yourself that your fate and your life's task are still linked with this catastrophe and you have to go on repeating this fast until your destiny is fulfilled and until you can comprehend and accomplish your life's task. You, you keep, we keep fasting year after year It's like we're trying to have this funny remembrance, I have to fast all day? The fast all day is saying something to us that there's a mission for us to complete unfinished business and we're going to keep fasting and keep giving ourselves the message There's something we're supposed to do. It's always very dizzying when we fast because certainly there's, there's the collective fast of all of Kalal Yisrael, that everybody's fasting. But I'm fasting as an individual. Can I do something about it? But clearly the answer is yes, we could do it. If we're fasting, if Hashem asked us to fast, Chazal told us to fast, so then they're telling us there's something we as a yachet can do it. When on such days of remembrance you look back on the last 2,000 years of your history and you belong to the only race of mankind now living which can look back to the fourth millennium of its history, what a glorious picture meets your eyes. Everywhere at home, yet everywhere a stranger. Everywhere a stranger, everywhere at home. Mixing in the affairs of all peoples, yet not taking root in them, in its thoughts and feelings hopes and fears, movements and activities, belonging to every period yet transcending every period, taking part actively in the cares and strivings of other people yet not sharing their final catastrophe, the most sorrowful yet the most joyous of peoples at once, at once the most tortured and the most triumphant, the most despised human group upon earth and the most esteemed. He brings a passage in Yeshaya which describes this contradiction. Were you to know nothing more than this history of yours, will you not feel impelled to look around for some element of unconquerable strength and endurance and jury which keeps it alive in the midst of and in spite of hostile forces and circumstances and in the teeth of adverse conditions under which no other group could survive and in so doing proclaim its presence to the dullest eyes. The Rabbi said, we we sit on a tainus when already a long time ago we were kicked out of our state. And we've survived in Galus with all different types of challenges to our people. We've survived, and what is what is the message? What is the Iker message, or some Iker messages that we're supposed to grab onto, and not just being a shallow person of form, fasting. What messages can we work on and think about that bring us back? That bring us back to have our own state, to have our own, to have our own world. I I want to um. I want to tell you over something from Rev. Dessler. I want to tell you over something from Rev. Dessler that, that, that maybe could help us. Rev. Dessler asked Yosef the following question. And this is, this is something I think that can help us a lot. On a Yom on Tainis. something to focus on. There are probably many Nikudas to focus on. But this point of Rev. Dessler I like a lot, Yitzi, Rev. Dessler asked, on, he was told about the Holocaust, iron. But we can apply this to Khurban Beis and really, beyond the Beis HaMegdash, the Khurban of our statehood, of our organization, a Melech, a Sanhedrin, the organized life that we lived when we were in Eretz Yisrael, as opposed to the Gullus when we are dispersed, spread out, and disorganized, frankly. So I want to I wanna tell the guys that Reb Hirsch, I meant Reb Dessler asked the following Kasha. What's safe with Reb Dessler, right? Good. Where did Reb Dessler live most, a lot of his life? England. Who just said that? Proud of in England. So Reb Dessler asked the following cash on the Holocaust. He said the fact that many Yidden were killed, many Yidden were <coughs> killed by the Nazi beasts. So he understands Klal was punished. We had avarus. Anybody who's read Red Miller's books, we had many Averis, and it was predicted, we rebel and betray Hashem to amazing degrees, so there'll be severe Anshem. That he says, he, he hears, he's not asking any questions. But he doesn't understand, is we lost so much Ruchnius. We lost an unbelievable amount of Ruchnius. There were yeshivas, there were great places, Nevaradik had 86 yeshivas in Russia. Kemat, nothing was left. The yeshivas were shredded to nothing. He asked Reb how did we lose Ruchnius? In einish azi, we lose we lose people and life, he understands. Why would Hashem take away Ruchnius? Why would that be in einish? Could you imagine you tell your kid, you tell your kid, if you don't go to shul, you can't learn this afternoon. Why would you take more Ruchnius? He needs to learn extra <laughs> this afternoon in order he needs more Ruchnius. Why would you take away Ruchnias for, for a lack of Rukhnias Morty? It's really a Pesach in Yeshaya.
2: It's
0: Morning, Ayers. Morning, Yair. It's a Pesach in... It's a pasuk in, in Yirmiah, in Yeshaya. It's a Pesach in Yeshaya. It says if you, if you serve Hashem by rote, by rote means without feeling, without thought, it's just form, hollow form without substance. It's external, no internal. If you serve Hashem like that, Hashem takes away tzaddikim. It says Hashem takes away tzaddikim. The same cash of desler is. Why do we lose tzaddikim? We need more tzaddikim then. If you serve Hashem by rote. I take away tzaddikim, huh? We need more. Give us more tzaddikim. Why do you take our tzaddikim from us? Says Reb Dessler Yitzi Raymond. Fascinating. He says when we have an organized Klal Yisrael, when we have an organized Klal Yisrael, everything in place—a Beis Hamikdash, a Sanhedrin—everything's like organized for us. That's the Lachatechila lifestyle. And things are done beautifully and run beautifully as a Klaus Yisrael. One thing could happen. People get into the form of service, but they forget the substance. People, when there are yeshivas and rush yeshivas and everything is functioning in a very grand, perfect way, people can get into a certain routine and they forget the panemius of the dover. They're just floating along I once I told the bacher Yitzchak, I told the bacher that he, this bacher has tremendous nesionis in his life, tremendous nesiyonis. I told him, and I meant it, at the core of my being. Many guys in waterbury, why are the best bacher in the world coming out of this yeshiva? There's many reasons for it, but I want to give you one reason. I told the bacher, there's a bacher who was going through nesionis, and he was woe unto me, woe unto me. I have so many challenges. And I told him he's a lucky guy, he's a lucky guy. I mean this, believe, show him. I told the other people who, when they're not doing well, they still, you know, the guy sitting in yeshiva, you know, not the, he doesn't dive into Hashem with any passion. He doesn't learn with any fire. He's going through the motions. He's going through the motions of life. When he doesn't do well, he still gets by. You know, no disaster. Still, you know, he's a B student in school. You know? He's not, he's no masmid. But you know, he come, comes to shir, hears something, doesn't hear most things, you know, goes through the motions. So by him, there's no drive for change, for steiging. Because even when he's not in it, when he's not engaged, he goes through the motions. I told this bocha, you're blessed that if you're not on fire, you're, you're in trouble. You, the, the nature of your Yei Sahara, the nature of your pulls, fortunately, lucky, HaShrecha, is when you're not shtagging, it's, oh my gosh, this guy's addictive natures and other pulls. When he's not shtaging, he's, he's he's in deep trouble. I told him that he's fortunate. It's a gift from Hashem. You have no choice but to go on fire. A friend of mine went through something in his family that's not describable. His father was a rabbi, and his father betrayed the disgusting, terrible Averis. It was an embarrassment of a whole city. And this guy, the the children suffered indescribable pain, embarrassment, and unbelievable bezionness. So the, the kid said, the son who's a special person, said in my situation, I have no choice but to become great. Either I die of embarrassment or I become a tzaddik. I have no choice but to become a tzaddik. Life can force it because I have no choice but to be a tzaddik. The altar of Nevaradik says, that it says, Noach was a tzaddik in his generation. It says if he would have been an Avram of his generation, he wouldn't have been anything. The altar of Nevaradik says this pshat, that it does, doesn't mean the great person, Noyach, in Avram's generation would have been a tzaddik. So it doesn't mean Avram's generation, went to not have anything. It means his generation was so bad, he had no choice but be a tzaddik. If he would have been average, he would have been them. Avada, that tzaddik would have been big in, 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 in Avram's door. It just means his motivation to be great. If you took away his motivation, if he was an Avram with an Avram Avinu, an average guy, was also okay. He wouldn't have been the tzaddik. His motivation was he had no choice. If he wouldn't have been such a big tzaddik, he would have been a Mamish The out of Nevaradik says this. Doesn't it sound familiar to our generation and to us? Doesn't it sound familiar? A guy says, woe unto me. Well, I want to, the Bachrim who are sitting here, that if they don't fight for their lives, it spirals. They're so lucky. They have no choice but to fight like a beast and a tiger. They have no choice. Hashem put them in a matzah. If they don't fight, if they just let things go, spirals. It's a fortune, it's a mazal. Says Rev Dessler, remarkably... That when we were mis- isn't it fascinating? yet see when we were missudr and had an organized life of Yiddishkeit, so a person wasn't so serious, you know. There was a natural person wasn't so serious. There was a natural. There was a natural, just a normal background. He was, still was okay. Hashem punished us of great punishment for our for our benefit. He took away the form of rochnias, the structure of rochnias. We came to America, there was nothing. If you didn't work internally, you had nothing. that You had to fight and be real, otherwise you were finished. I say in a lot of ways, people say to us, that older people, people in their 70s and 80s say, wow, you guys growing up in such a generation, like what a difficult generation. I think we're blessed. I think we're blessed with the access, with the things we have that the guy next to us has in his pocket pornography and Hashem Yerachim what he has. I think there's a degree of bracha. We are forced. There is no choice but to be on fire, to have substance. Today, to try form with all the things pulling and fighting, there's no choice but to have a fire, to have a passion. It doesn't work. I I talk about school systems. They're going to be forced to make connections and to bring in new types of Rebbeim. It's just proving schools are, going, schools are shutting down. They call it, we shut down our base program. Well, I don't know what that means. The so base means you kicked out half the kids in your school. Schools left and right are going with sugar. What they're recognizing is there has to be fire, connection, meaning, inspiration. Panemius, there has to, style won't work anymore. What worked in the '60s—put hats on people and jackets—in the '70s, certain type of style. <laughs> style won't work without substance. And I say on this Yom Tainus, Rabbi, I say, I say on then. the Yom Tainus, what? It worked back then. It was, it was more shaykh. It was more shaykh. Today it's raging. Today you're wasting your time. We need substance. And I say to us on this Yom Tainus, acquire substance in your life. Mm-hmm. Let's start talking to Hashem more real by davening. More real. Talk more real. Hashem, I want to introduce myself. My name is Dan Kish. Let's, let's add more realness to our davening. Let's learn with more sincerity. Don't go through the motion, shuffling, a little. Learn Chomish. During first aid, they learn Chomish. I don't care. Add more realness to our tear. Be real. Learn the Gemara. Find out what Advar Hashem means, what Hashem wants. Don't fit in. Be, learn Hashem's Torah in a profound way learn Musa in a real way, Davin in a real way, let's add substance to our life. So style, and, and so, chitzonius is important, Chitzonius counts, but the premious, the reality, the connection, tefill is huge, and premious, avoid I believe. Anytime you talk about inner, tefill is huge, let's Davin. I had such nachas, I spoke to a guy, a married, a married guy, who went through our yeshiva, he told me, daven, this guy married for many years, Told me, davins Hashem. he said he davins twice a day for five minutes each. I don't know if it's during That he should, That him and his wife should have shown twice a day, five minutes each. that Mistami, man, During I don't know. He said he dabbles twice for five minutes each. He told me, Derek Hagab, he wasn't trying to show off. He said for years, for years, he's married for years, twice a day, five minutes each, he talks to ta Hashem, that him and his wife should be on the same page that him and his wife should appreciate each other. He has a wonderful marriage. Twice a day, five minutes a day. It's a very real person. That's a premious. Today, when there's raging things that are off, the only way is a raging retoy, a premious At Ba'if and drash, the Gemara Baba Kama says that Hashem destroyed the base.. Amidash Be'esh. Be'esh with fire you raised it to the ground, u'be'esh with fire you're going to rebuild it. I want to tell you that our veris are passionate. Our veris are, are done with fire. And with ash, with passion, is us, atasalub us nice, uh, connection and passion, internal connection. The reason the yeshiva was built on so little care about chitzanyas, so little focus, is because in an age when, when panemius has gone lost, I, I feel like you just can't focus. You have to be itker, be itker. It has to be an overwhelming focus on panemius the kazachim, on internal zachim. So let's be mechazek specifically on this Yom to get something specific, tefillah. Tefillah, to be more real when we daven, to try to connect more, try to talk to Hashem more. While we're davening at something randomly, what's wrong? You're walking somewhere anyway, you're walking to yeshiva, you say a prayer to Hashem, what's wrong there? Hashem, please help me out. Have challenges? Say a prayer to Hashem. Make Hashem your friend. Hashem, you should be close to Hashem. Relationship to Hashem. Talk to Him. Talk to Hashem, our Creator certainly in and even out of tefillah, to talk to Hashem. I want to watch together about a yid. You talk about Pneumius You talk about a panemius. A yid is a panemius like take a person but tzaddik. I thought on this young tainus, let's see this video about Rav Nassim Finkel. Is ready? Ashi ready? Okay. Guys can all turn their chairs. And let's see the video. It's me. Nice. 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 I caught it for first, I feel good in 11
3: I'm What's your first name uh, again? i of turn
0: That's off the lights? I'm yeah. of the lights? i turn off the lights. Let's Leave the i Let's
2: wait, You want to is? How start not
0: the <laughs> All the way up. I heard the sound the sound sound's off. sound's off.
3: We'll survive. It's all We'll survive. sound off.
1: still so Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think someone uh, in such an exalted
4: position oh, is going to be a musician like this? I'm fine. Building upon and it was making a name for yourself, over and above the name that you were born with. No, since we attended what is today the Ayah Crown Jewish Academy, then it was a the Jewish Academy. It's
5: a lot of women as a school photo. This a uh, little boy, uh, this, this is a lost sea. They look like a lost sea, and look like lost sea,
4: obviously. I had the honor of uh, being an older abuse of his from Mishnaiah's for uh, almost a year. We were all regular American guys. Played sports, etc. He was a nice nice, sweet, good kid, right? No one saw him as the Russian shiva in the air. For well, I me, mean, that was a, a very enlightening thing, and I think for
5: any child who would see that, so it could have been me. He made it become great Shiva. because afterwards he took what grounding he got in school and went ahead to learn shiva and applied himself to learning in a way that he could grow into such a wonderful person. What was
1: unique about him is that he. He never denied the fact that he was in Chicago. a Chicago high school boy, he uh, was proud of it. And he used to tell people about it. And he spoke English. You can think someone in uh, such an exalted position would be ashamed to speak English about him. Uh, Everyone thinks that out of Sabotka or Brinsky or something like that. He was ashamed of it. This because of his humility. He's very honest and straightforward. And that was the secret of his success. I came there to swim until she I 57.
2: 15, <laughs> Plus, wasn't it I mean, yeah. yeah. was it wasn't that yeah It wasn't that I told the rule, it's come on. i I've each rabbit twice, scared six times, and I cast myself seven times, because I learned it minute, 13 times. But the cabins the one of the easiest to got After eight months, to finish high school, and I promise to us I'll come back. Even though I ahead to stay in America, I promise to
3: was his beloved father right? That's even though his father was that time Chicago his father the mother but to
4: him. His uncle saw something in him that nobody else saw. I say that with some shame that I never saw it. but his uncle saw queerly greatness arranged for him to have a wonderful chavrisa, arranged for him to give a shir, arranged for him, in fact, to marry Leah. Ultimately, he was, if you will, the shatchan. His uncle realized that he was dealing with someone that was very, very special, someone who was a tomin, someone who was full of adinut, and someone who was destined to be a future god will be a
6: thrill. With the Rabbitson, the Rosh mother, that uh, and she was so proud of it and whenever she used to meet my mother, she used to, she used to tell my mother she was so proud that she has a, a son learning in Yeshiva. This was unheard of in those years in Chicago.
5: The only language that he could speak
6: was English and there was practically no one to learn with him in English, so the receiver asked me,
3: could I learn with Nosot me So I learned with Nosot Tzvi, I was his first ready. and we were learning together a few years. I saw by him, by Nosot Tzvi, a fantastic asset, his precious Nefesh Fatera. He comes out, even though a lot of things he didn't understand, he would work hard, over and over again, he asked me to explain it, and explain it. Comes out, and so to, to, to know it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a coup that boys had to have
2: from Hultzvards. When I first came, there was six boys from Hultzvards, from America. six from America and two from Argentina. But that's here, it's quite long. I grew. I grew. I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear, I
3: A young, young man had smothered like I never saw anyone. He knew everywhere in the world. I could ask him any message, any halacha. He knew all the raid
7: on each side. He was a the chair. Someone with such meanness tells was another. He devoted a lot of time to us. The Bukhraim gave us the more <coughs> interest in learning. They gave us the bigger bishmach in learning. It was seven days a week, I would say. He Was involved
3: with us. was day in and day out. I used to leave his house sometimes, one o'clock at night, 1, 1 30 at night. And we said, Mandy, I don't have a shift for tomorrow. Mindy, I don't have what to say. You know, I don't have I'm stuck. And it would come the next morning and we would have a shift for an hour, an hour and a half. There's no pressure in my mind. It was up to home. I prepared to share. No pressure on my mind. And this was the he was ready. He was Shashiva material, then. And This is, you know, in this. Yeah, it was in the early thirties. I think he was the first Rebbe to, to teach me how to learn, how to really learn, how to learn how where you is supposed to learn it, and how to feel it, and how to put
6: chayiches into it, and, and spend a seder three, four hours in each year while getting up. And the Roshav was able to achieve what he achieved. His drive was unbelievable. He used to sit in the best weather, so I still remember when he was younger. For, for hours, a whole day, seven days a week. He always, and this was his big thing, he always gave over to people which were younger than okay. him. When he was a very really old married person, when young students came from America, he used to learn with them on the individual basis. He used to learn with them, he used to give kashuren for them, he used to give classes for them, he used to give kaburs for them. He used to have, used to, used to have a, a full schedule of giving over. To, to younger boys.
7: He taught us the importance of, the of Israel. He would take us sometimes as Bakram individuals, a few them together. He would take us to speak and learn with Buddha. A few times he took us into the room. He took us in a Buddha Shakrima. And the sniper knew who he was and he was Machabim. It was very scary, but it was very inspiring.
4: 19, 20, 21, so strong and so tall, and then to see him afflicted by that terrible disease was just heart wrenching. Physically, he was a very, very strong person.
7: Back then, when he was young, he used to walk the distance from his house. Anisa broke said, Rough with it. Yeshua was a 15-minute walk. Yeshua had to walk like a marine. He walked with his straight back, dignity that was inspiring, never bent over, long strides. When you shake your hand, you felt a grip. Not in the beginning. We looked up a lot of articles about it.
3: And then we stopped with just like, Shashiva had his mindset, how he going to deal with the smakhlo. That was everything we showed him. He says, I know, Andy, I know about this. The doctors in so know about it. You know, we have good doctors there. Sundish, Sundish, he learned to accept the smakhlo. And he fought it. He you know, fought it out. His mind over matter. And it was time to learn, it was learning. Nothing could disturb him. he built up a us an empire of terror, unbelievable. Empire of terror, which no yeshiva in the world has created.
7: The yeshiva was a giant in vision. He's so big. He, am I see it parallel to the biggest builders of Yiddish Kali after World War II. The biggest builders of yeshivas. He was amongst those giants. He took the yeshiva. If I'm not mistaken, he became a we were 1,200 students, 1,000 students. By the time he died, it was about six and a half,
6: seven thousand. He was a giant. The yeshiva grew in about 20 times in size in the 20 years from from yeshiva of one building with uh, with several hundred students to the yeshiva of the whole campus here. They can't the count the buildings over here, how um, many uh, maybe five or six thousand students, maybe even seven thousand students over here. It was all the artist player of the Shiva. Nothing stopped the Rosh The Rosh, the, Rosh Hashira, the people came in, so how can we do it? We don't have the manpower, we don't have we don't have the, the money power, we don't have to do it. The Russia didn't he didn't even listen. He didn't he wouldn't answer the question. Building the Shiva, I'm with you. I'm Challenges that he was going through. Who accomplished what he accomplished? Who
2: built
3: a campus? It's something that put a university, a university, a university proud. And he comes up with ideas every other day. We call him his 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 right hand men. We would say, okay, we're gonna build the bracha. We don't have any money for bracha. He say we're gonna do it, and they did
1: it. Because his whole lifetime, he made unbelievable judgments. Every he made judgments of who to hire, what buildings to build, what type. Of study schedule should take place in Yeshiva, which always he transformed. He transformed by hiring people, by building buildings, by by uh, making a a schedule of study, which didn't exist before.
5: We'll oh,
6: was almost impossible for the function he used to come six o'clock every day, and every day in the morning without one one drop of clear one drop of power and wake up and dress, and go to showers and then start his whole day and tell him don't do it okay. that's my that's my life that's my time. i'll do it you know will do it don't do it that's the way he used to do it every day Every day, every week, once a week, from 6 to, to 7.30, 7 o'clock,
7: it's supposed to be Wusser Seder. So he asked how can it be that Shiro Kali overruns Wusser Seder? How can it be? It's Seder. Every Shiro has to it be said, when Shiro
5: gets up, you get a Shiro that's Wusser Seder. One can never forget when I was learning
3: in those Shiro Every word that came out of his
7: mouth came with the biggest pain and suffering that one can even imagine. It was the last V'ad that he gave to our it, it was a, a V'ad, 22 minutes. And the V'ad in 22 minutes, I believe he said, well, on, on the tape, there was three words or five words. And it was the greatest Muslim Russia I ever heard. And just he really tried to speak, and it just didn't go. And finally, he just closed the, the safer and left. But I was paralyzed because the love that he had and, and trying to communicate with us was so strong that it, it was amazing how without words it was still And somehow you were able to pick up every single nuance without saying anything. And just watching, was it a was muster schmutz worth, uh, you know, a year worth a muster
5: the one looking only at the river is Kabo Asai Sun. Not everybody can be great in that path of being Kari in and Kabo because not everybody has the Sun at all. But when so you see someone who obviously suffers a lot and puts all his strength into Taylor and becomes himself reinforced with Taylor. He Hidans physically besides being spiritually, spiritually uplifted. It's a lot of A person with a neurological disorder who should medically sleep 12 hours a day, be heavily medicated, or have electrodes implanted, um, who oftentimes come down with uh, dementias, such a illnesses, a person of this nature would refuse to take anything that would be mind-altering or possibly mind-altering. And Dr. would take certain medications that would alleviate the symptoms temporarily, really transiently. Um, but beyond that, he refused to take anything that would have the slightest
6: impact on his clinical He was a walking example of someone who could overcome suffering focus with incomparable energy and dedication on higher causes with that suffering in the background. Someone who projected happiness, joy, the joy of being a Jew, Sheldon Bitzis, a Talmud Chatham. When the old forward broke
5: down, it must not seen in about a 15-20 minute walk away from the when the signs went off, we worried about the buffer yeshiva. We instructed the buffer to come pick up under the house.
2: And-